to Around Comics. Watching live around comics, I think. Was that super loud? That was super loud. Super crazy loud. I don't know what happened. Something changed, and for some reason that was insanely loud, and I don't know why. But I'll Big have booming to loud. It's all right. Yeah, that was But the weird... point is that I want people to watch and contribute. <laughs> That's right. I want people <laughs> to watch and contribute. Just like Booster. We're going we're gonna to talk oh, about Google. Booster and... Uh, uh, Ted Cord, probably about the time that Tom gets her. So no, no worries to everyone out there. Um, Tom is is going to be here. He's on his way. Tom's on Relax. his way. It's going to be all right. Oh boy, you know it's going to be okay. These unfaithful fans—they're just here for Tom. They, just, nah, we know that, but um, uh, we can talk about stuff. We can talk about stuff. We can talk we about. Things. I lost an eye almost. I, I I almost have to. I might have to start wearing a patch soon. I'm going to be a pirate. Yeah. And uh, I went through that. It's no fun. Yeah. We talked oh, about my right. eye I remember injections. That. Yeah, yeah you had all your eye injections. That was that's horrible. That sounds like like something out of a movie they would use to torture a victim for yeah. information. <laughs> and you yeah, did it there, really was, there was a definite like Stanley Kubrick. Uh, you know, flash, you know, moment there. I'm you know, just like, okay, Doc, are you gonna, you know, start playing the wacky, wacky, violent movies now? Right. Um, yeah. But, uh, but no, I don't want to make light of your, your yard, uh, yard work. Mishap. Yard injury. My yard accident. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was weed whacking and did not wear safety. Kids, make sure you always wear safety glasses when you weed whack. When Stay you in school, old... kids. Stay in school, don't do drugs, wear safety glasses. That's all I got for you. Yeah. yeah. And I'm and I'm either sick or my allergies are acting up. So it's I'm miserable. So welcome to Around Comics, episode yeah. 386. Uh, here we go. Yeah. We're talking um we, we can got talk, lots of comics. We can talk oh, uh some some Cullen Bunn comics. Cullen Bunness, the Bunness. Cullen Bun. Uh, I remember way back when. Back in the day. Back in the day when we had uh, when Cullen and Brian I'm Hurt. Sorry, Brian Hurt came out yep. to Challengers, and they had the release of uh, the Damned. Right? Wasn't that sort of why uh, they were there? They were doing uh, a signing, maybe for no, the Damned. It was, uh, when they were there, it was because of. Either the first trade of the sixth gun, or oh, something. you're right, you're right, yeah, because yeah, yeah, the, da- the damned had had come out before the sixth gun, and we actually around comics. If you look, uh, the damn number one, I think, um, has a uh, around comics uh, pull quote. Oh, I didn't it. even know that. Well, yes. I probably knew that, but I probably forgot it. Yeah, um, at some point in time. Yeah. So, but then, but then they. They re- replaced our poll quote in the uh, trade paperback with one for uh, from Kurt Busick. So the they, son they, of a bitch. I know, assholes. You know, I have a grudge. <laughs> I have a grudge against Kurt Busick. Busick. Really? Yeah. Because you mispronounced his name for years and didn't Busick. know it. Yeah. No, I just I uh, no. I got in a on, I got in a Twitter argument with him once, and I didn't you got into a spat. Like, it was a spat, and I I did everything I could to not argue with him. I was not I literally I was <laughs> like trying not to argue it was with like him. Staying out of a fight with your wife. Yeah, it's it like, was no, ridiculous. You're right here. I'm like absolutely right. Yeah, I, I agree with like, you 100. percent Well, that was just it. Like I I wasn't I didn't agree with him, but it was just like I you know I'm like I I kind of was trying to just leave it as. Hey, you know, agree to disagree. I don't. It wasn't even that. It was more like I don't have enough information to make a opinion. I need yeah. to do more 
research and he he was like no this is the fact i don't even know what it was about i i, I don't even remember but it was like i'm like okay dude i'm not gonna just blindly agree with you because you write comic books but yes yeah, arguing so about wonder man weren't you actually i think it was i think it was something to do with the book do you remember the book that came out um it was called Doctor Marston and the Wonder Woman. Or yeah, Wonder Woman. Uh, just um, the, it just hit H. Is it HBO Max that just added that? They did, and I yeah, never read the book, and I I never. Uh, well, the, I mean the uh, movie. I mean it's the story about you know William Moulton Marston. Marston, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I I don't remember because that came out, and I was just like, oh, I didn't know anything about this. I didn't have. Oh, I need to do okay. you know more research or I, I need to know more about this sort of thing was kind of very interesting life of <laughs> yeah and mm-hmm. i don't know he took offense to it in some way and and mm. yeah it was weird it was very weird and i haven't yeah and i'm like i really like uh astro city i don't, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, don't... <laughs> yeah, I said was... something online that mark wade took offense to and I felt shitty because it was about somebody else, and, and I'm just like, yeah, this is why I need to stay off of social media. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, I yeah. don't, I yeah, I I try and just be funny or silly most of the time, and yeah. not get too serious about stuff. Yeah, there's no but, point. But anyway, anyway, no, uh, but back to Cullen Bunn. Back to Cullen and, Bunn. So my point was like back in the day when he. Uh, when we met them and I think we had, we might've had dinner and some drinks with those guys and Mm -hmm. we've got, you know, we got to know them, but, um, it's like, he has written so much and, and he is one of those guys that just has good ideas. Like he just keeps coming up with like really good premises for books. And as I was reading this, I was like, there is, there are very few people in this industry that can nail the elevator pitch comic like Cullen Bunn does. It, it, that is a perfect explanation. He, he, yeah, he, like, I think tons and tons of writers probably come up with really good pitches or really good mm-hmm. concepts for something, but then fail to make a, a, a legitimate story out of it. You know what I mean? It's okay. like an idea is easy to come up with, but then to turn that into an actual story is a lot of work. And he has this knack of, like, going, what if... A, a guy was possessed by a demon and then the he got an exorcism like a cut rate exorcism, a cut rate got, exorcism. <laughs> and he got left with all the demonic powers yeah. that's the pitch and then he makes a really you know good comic book out of it too and it's sure. just like yeah he just keeps doing yeah. that keeps doing what that, what, doing what do you think about a gangster uh comic that takes place in a world where demons exist and are part in of a, the in, and are part in, of the criminal underworld. But it's also in uh prohibition yeah, yeah. era <laughs> and demons exist and are part yeah. of the yeah. Like, yeah, he course. just uh what was the one it was like the the arc. Remember the arc he had done that which was interesting which was like there was the or dark arc. That was oh, it. like yeah. what if there was another arc uh, instead, not just Jonah's art, but there was another, and it was like, mm-hmm. you know, evil sort of dark, the dark arc. Yeah, I, I liked, just, I liked uh, the tooth. Yeah, it was a, yeah, it was a superhero was a, that was a giant tooth. Giant he tooth. Did, yeah, he did that with uh, uh Matt Kent. He must. I don't know. He just comes up with some wild idea. But anyway, this book is called uh, Lucky Devil, and mm-hmm. there's two issues out, I think, right now, and yep. it's Cullen Bun. And shoot, I don't have the um, Sal or Saul or the... uh, I'll look it up. Uh, let yes. me look it up real quick. I don't have it around me. Uh, Lucky Devil. It's a Dark Horse. It's from Dark Horse Comics. It's Fran Galan is the mm-hmm. artist with colors by El Torres. Uh, it is a crime horror book. And yeah, basically the story is a guy, this kind of loser who has this shitty job as some sort of assistant that everybody shits on him. And mm-hmm. it, it reminded me a lot of like wanted in the beginning, you know, remember yeah. wanted sure. where he's, you know, just sort of this loop and uh, his wife is, you know, cheating on him. And um, he's just kind of this loser. He gets possessed by a very powerful demon with, uh, you know, bloodthirsty powers and all yeah. this stuff. But so he, you know, does the, the, sort of only thing he can think of to do and he goes to see a uh, support group 
support group. Well, no, that's after the fact. No, but but he oh, goes okay. to see oh. an exorcist. He goes to see a oh, psychic sure, yeah. or like mm-hmm. a you know like a mystic or something. And um, and then uh, the, the the guy gives him a cut rate. Hey, Tom. Hey, the guy Tom. gives him a uh, cut rate exorcism. We're talking about Lucky Devil. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. And um, so the demon gets exorcised from him, but the uh, the um, powers remain and so he now he has all these demonic powers and uh he's done some pretty horrible things to people that, that and the demon so, is, is is cast out but not out of this realm he's still yeah. hanging around and around. he's hanging around trying to figure out how he can get his powers back yeah. and, and just being a nuisance so then the guy decides he's gonna start a cult that's what he was was gonna do with his demonic powers he's gonna start a cult which is interesting, and and uh, it's like I said, two issues into it. I really love the art, Fran Galan, if that's how you pronounce it. I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce it or not, um, but I really enjoy the art on it. It feels um, it's a little Tom Fowler going on there. Well, I was gonna say uh, going back to Mad Magazine, it, like Al, uh, Al Davis. That's what, yeah. it, in which Tom Fowler is, I think, a an disciple Al Davis of disciple. Yeah. Uh, really cool, yeah, really cool art, really different sort of uh, look for for a book. But um, I loved some of the scenes that he did with like crowds. Like he would, he did like some big crowds or like rooms full of people, and it was just like, oh, that's really like really interesting how he sort it's of some laid disturbing them out. scenes in those big. big <laughs> oh crowds. yeah, there were some blood. Yeah, there's lots of there blood was, and uh, guts. Wh- and who's the from uh, Pennyworth the. Uh... Alistair Crowley is that who I'm thinking of? The, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The the Satanist guy, yeah. This is yeah. very Alistair Crowley, um, demonic, in this. yeah, yeah. Devil yeah, sex was, parties. It's a pretty cool book though. I I enjoy it so far, and like I said, Cullen just has a knack for. I mean, one, he's super prolific. He's he seems like he has a new book out every couple of months. Mm-hmm. There's something new coming yeah. out from Cullen Bunn, and it's but he not, always and, comes up with yeah. these novel ideas. Well, he's I think he. I don't know if it was just kind of how things happened or if you really steered that way, but, you know, horror comics can be kind of a hard sell in in, in comics, but um, he really kind of became the, the horror guy for a while. Now, he's done superhero yeah. stuff, he's done Western, but he, he, he seems to gravitate towards and, and, and do really, really good work in the horror genre. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know if that's just what he likes, or 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 for whatever reason that is what he's fallen into. But yeah, he definitely does. He's, and it, but it's it's a different. It's horror, but it's usually like horror spliced with some other sort of genre. Like it's you know, like you said, he's done horror crime and horror, horror you know, westerns, sort of horror westerns, and I think this is kind of a crime book. Maybe kind of. I don't know. I don't, yeah. We'll see. We'll see where it goes. But yeah, yeah I like the demon. Uh, when he shows up later on and he's just this creepy and he's like, he's like, you're going to need me. Even, you know, he's like this weird sort of like trying to try, you know, it's like, come on, pal. You know, I know you got all my powers and I have, I have you know, no, no leverage here, but you're going to need me. No, who knows how to do this better than me? And trying to, trying to sort of horn in on the, on it. I'm assuming stick around until he can figure out how to get his powers back. Yeah, exactly. I'm assuming the demon's doing, but. Yeah, so Lucky Lucky Devil from Dark Horse, pretty pretty cool book, pretty good, pretty yeah. pretty pretty. pretty I do enjoy. I see Cullen. I, I don't know why he hasn't done uh, a Hellblazer at this point, or maybe he has and I missed it because the guy it does seem like he has new comics out remember. every week. But he would he would be a really good pick for a uh, for a run on Hellblazer. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I think he did. I I feel like he did do a run on Hellblazer. All right, here we go. I'm gonna look up the answer. Tom is uh, is is elbowing his way back in to be in the research department yeah. uh, instead of Wayne. We can't instead of yeah instead of uh... you guys can keep it. We'll be back after a quick break. Do you ever wish you could sit in on a conversation with some of your favorite authors? and listen to them talk about their writing process, their path to publication, and of course, their newest novels. Hi, I'm Marissa Meyer, best-selling author of The Lunar Chronicles, and I would love for you to check out the Happy Writer podcast, where every week I talk with other writers about books, craft, inspiration, 
and how to bring a little more joy into our lives. The Happy Writer is available wherever you get your podcasts or find us on Instagram at Happy Writer Podcast. Uh, what is, uh, we got some comments there. Uh, first, Wayne said he saw Shang-Chi today and uh, he was surprised that it wasn't bad. And I've heard a lot of positive reviews of Shang-Chi. Either of you guys seen it yet? I have not. I uh, I thought about going today, but um, I did not go. I wasn't feeling well, so I, I don't think he's done a Hellblazer. No, I thought he no. did. Oh, all right. Because it makes do sense. Yourself, right? Do yourself a Hellblazer. Maybe he doesn't know how to write in English. Accent. I'll bet you. I'll bet you. If nothing else, he has pitches and probably some. Is it fan fiction? If an actual like published writer writes a. Uh, a story? Is it, is it uh, fan fiction? Until well, if he's published? not being paid, if he's not being paid to do it, it, it is. fan fiction? Yeah. <laughs> I think so, yeah. Have they ever done, have they ever, has Hell, uh, has, uh, in Hellblazer, has he ever met, like, the American version? Is there a, Ameri- what would the American Hellblazer? Who would be the, um, Dr. Strange? No. I no. Mean, no. Who would be the American Hellblazer? I don't know. I'm not sure who, hmm. Keanu Reeves. Like a... Keanu Reeves was the American. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. That is the correct answer, Sal. Yeah, yeah he was. He nailed it. I didn't mind that movie actually. I, I didn't no, hate. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah it's fine. Yeah, for uh, as far as Hellblazers go, it can be my. Uh, that can be the name of my movie podcast. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Tom It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Hi, Tom. How you doing? What are you gonna do? I'm all right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm cleaning up water. I spilled some water. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. And anything important? No. All over. All no. over a Just long box of classic. Yeah. yeah. Some <laughs> CGC. I soaked some no. CGC. You know, X Men from the oh, 80s. Speaking of, are those are you slabs buy waterproof? What? Uh, what the 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 slab are slabs waterproof? Yeah, I think that's kind of the. Kind of the are they? I don't know if they're waterproof. I've, I mean, I think they're water resistant, but are they I waterproof? Would hope, I would hope they're waterproof. Like, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I've never owned one, I would, so I don't. Anyone I would hope that they out would... there who owns a slab comic, I want a video of you dipping it in a bucket of water. <laughs> the slab water challenge. The sl- We've the slab around challenge. comics. The slab, slab challenge. Yeah, I yeah. will not take out those you. amazing fantasy fifteens, folks. Yeah. <laughs> the higher the dollar value, the more impressive the video dip is. Dip an for amazing, us. yeah, I mean, yeah. Dip one of those in a bucket of water, and let's see yeah. what happens. Did I you, do? You texted me that you were getting ready to possibly buy a a high dollar comic book. Or did that well, happen? I was looking into possibly buying a high dollar collection of okay. comics, um, but I'm not sure if the gentleman is ready to sell yet. He. Initially, sounded like he Do was. Do we need to make then... him ready to sell? <laughs> yeah, we need to make a visit. Take a visit. <laughs> no, I had a, 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 a. There's a buddy of mine that I got to know through the show, uh, who I've, uh, funny enough, uh, um, lived not far from me here, and I, I've known him for a couple of years now. And uh, he used to own a comic shop a long time ago, and he has a very good collection. And um, uh, there was somebody that uh, contacted me about possibly, you know, selling a collection, that kind of thing. And we thought maybe we'd buy it. Uh, but I don't know. Like I said, I'm not sure if he's he's ready to sell. I think it's one of those things where it's like he thinks he wants to sell. But the reality of like what you're going to get for a collection, you know, unless you piecemeal it out. You know, if you're trying yeah. to sell something in bulk, you're just not going to, you know, there's yeah. very yeah. few people are going to pay you for like yeah. you know the what it's and if you piecemeal it out that's a lot of work exactly and that's what i kind of told him and you know but well you know who knows i don't know but yeah he had some really cool stuff it, it was just uh i don't think he's quite ready to part with it we'll see yeah. was he ready to dip it in water maybe i could contact yeah. him and find <laughs> out <laughs> yeah because because everybody wants amazing fantasy 15 nobody really cares about amazing fantasy 16 I th- I think that's the, the problem. He had a um uh all new or uh, all new giant size giant size X Men number one. It was CGC. What does that thing go for these it days? It was like well, he, I think his was like a nine point four, and I think the damn 
Yeah, but it, it's weird because like a, it, it goes down dramatically from like a nine point eight to a nine point four. Mm-hmm. So like a nine point eight is get that garbage out of here. 9.4. Yeah. <laughs> 9.4 It is, but it's a it's like a difference between like sixty thousand dollars and twelve thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. I now see I remember but when, that's because I, we are old. I remember when that comic was like four hundred dollars. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, it is what it is, but uh so yeah, I think I, I, I don't know. I, that one I would love to have. I would love to have that book, but uh, you know, I'm not spending twelve thousand dollars on a comic book. What are you fucking crazy? Yeah. What am I? But yeah, so no, Mr. no high end purchases for me, no sir. Mister Moneybags, it's crazy. The sec- yeah, the market has gotten ridiculous. Well, it was interesting because I'm like, well, what you know, he, like I said, it was through a friend of a friend sort of a thing, and. He, the guy knew that I, you know, knew about comics and that kind of thing. So he's like, well, I'm like, well, what do you, what do you have? And he's like, oh, here. And he sends me like a PDF list of everything that he has mm-hmm. and like rating everything. That, and it was like 90 pages of, of I mean, it was hundreds of books. And I'm just like, okay, this is an insanely large. And, and probably half of it was like CGC graded. I'm like. This wow. is this is a huge collection of stuff. Now a lot of it was probably not worth much, you know, at yeah. all. But um, because he had stuff CGC graded that was kind of weird, like stuff that was like hundred bucks. <laughs> it was like a hundred bucks. Or, you know, it was worth a hundred. You know, I'm like, well, I get. I mean, how much does it cost you? What does it cost to get well, one graded? At? It costs them. It's like thirty, thirty-five bucks, I think, to grade them and slab them. I mean, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. Yeah. I, I mean, I've never done it, and you know, it's, I think that fandom is, is so weird. The the, you know, we were talking on ACTV this week, ding, um, about there's a whole generation of fans now that that their canon, their fandom is the movies, right? The movies and the TV shows, and not even really right. the comics. I think there's a whole other subset of of fans who I, I think are like us that we're not as much collectors as we are readers you know it's like the collection i have is whatever i've you know assembled i don't go out and and collect like high dollar back issues but i think there is that whole sect of oh that is huge into that and i think it's grown quite a bit of late i think people are looking at it much more you know in in the same way they look at any other investment now you know that people are looking at 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 high-end comics as investing, you know, money in the, into stuff that's going to retain its value, and that's so the market's really. I mean, there's there's entire, like, incredibly popular, like Instagram pages that are nothing more than people, you know, uh, showing their collection or selling their collection, you know, one book at a time, graded stuff or like, you know, th- there's YouTube pages that are just a you know yeah. basically about it's- collecting and. It's, it's like not fine art. Because... It's a great way to launder yeah. money. <laughs> yeah, great if, money you were, laundering. <laughs> if you were a drug dealer or something, it'd be a great way yeah. to, you know, if you could yeah. cash for everything. You know, most of the like those like Silver Age and, and Bronze Age comics that are exploding in value, I always have to think that's because, you know, they're aimed at people our age. And you have a lot of people in their 40s and 50s that make a lot of freaking money and that's nostalgic for them what's mm-hmm. that going to be in 20 or 30 years when you have an entire generation that really doesn't care about the x-men that much you know it's will i mean we'll will we have those peaks and valleys where then all of a sudden like you know the scott pilgrim number one is worth a bazillion dollars or something well i think it's i mean i think there's partially that might be true but i think you're always going to have like, you know, giant size X Men is probably always going to retain its value and go up in value because it, it, it's not about like fandom. You know what I mean? Like, it's just mm-hmm. about collecting. It's about this yeah, is a rare book. This is rarity. worth money. Yeah, especially I if mean, people start dipping their slab books in water. Just going to make <laughs> stuff more rare. I mean, that's what like, we're yes. trying to do. <laughs> look at look at Joe. My scheme, uh, guys. I've talked about this before. Can we convince people to destroy the rare comics? <laughs> <laughs> and, can, 
slowly but surely yeah. tom is just trying to make his comic book collection yeah like if you buy lower. two copies and you slab one can you should you can you destroy the other to increase the value of the one you <laughs> If there's only two left, then yes. Yeah. Uh, it's Joe Gluzik, uh, and I always, I'm sure, butcher his name, uh, mentioned that uh, Ben Affleck's character in The Accountant had uh, CGC Action Comics in his getaway stash as a way to launder money. That seems like an, a weird, like a weird way to do it though it's not like you're gonna quickly get rid of action comics number one yeah it's like i need fast cash because i'm running from you know <laughs> something like i'm gonna mm -hmm. flip this yeah action comics number one i mean to launder my i don't know I, yeah. who knows i don't have any money so i've i've never had to launder you know money i, I launder money all the enough. time but it's usually when i just like forget <laughs> like a ten dollar bill in my pants mm -hmm. rah, yeah, well, well, you know, it's a thing you pay in cash for it. It's not unusual to, you know, if you're a big spender, you can drop a lot of money on something, and it's, you know, like here's twenty thousand dollars, right? You know, for this for a, for a magazine that kids threw away. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, <laughs> all right, that's rare. Very much. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't care about them. They threw them away. I don't know. For a long time, I was very much against the whole CGC thing, just because. It's like the same, like, I hate the idea of, like, buying toys and leaving them in the packages. And, no. buying, you know, like, I mean, yeah. I just, I don't know. It just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I get it. I understand it. I'm, But I'm just, like, I've never been a collector in the sense of, like, I'm only going to buy yeah. something because it's collectible or because, you know, it's like anything that I have that is collectible is collectible mm -hmm. by accident. Yeah. I have and per and, per and personal. Yeah, it's something personal to me, or something that I, you know. But I think there is a, definitely a lot of it now that's just nostalgia, where people are really nostalgic for so much stuff, and so they, you know, they collect all that crap. Yeah, I, I gotta go see what my baseball cards are worth because I <laughs> have no idea they're somewhere in a box downstairs, and I've heard the baseball cards got ridiculously collectible again. They have. They have. Yeah, basketball cards, football cards, baseball cards, all the cards. All the cards. Except all, the cards except all of the cards that I own. Those will be fucking worthless because Probably. that's how this always works. I keep trying to convince. I have a, a family member who got into basketball cards. A lot, a lot of different trading cards, but basketball cards. And um, actually pulled from a pack a... Um, Jersey uh, card? What's his name? A jersey card, yeah, uh, a game-worn jersey card of Don what's the dude's name? Donkic, Donchik, Luca Donkic, Luca Don. Yeah, he's got. So he's got. Damn. A, and, and that thing's worth like a lot of fucking money right now. I'm like, sell it, sell it, sell now. it now, sell it, now. <laughs> sell it. You are at the but, top of this. Let me tell you about Beanie Babies and why you should sell this now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think I have some of those. My wife has some Beanie Babies stuffed away somewhere. Well, I'm sure they were worth so, big money at one point. Probably. I don't know. I have no idea. I I think I, you know, I I think I have the same, like, if I didn't have bad luck when it came to that stuff, I'd have no luck. And it's like, as soon as I sell a stock, you know, as I play with a little bit with, you know, the, all the apps that yeah. you can buy stocks mm -hmm. and shit. As soon as I sell a stock, it goes up. So it's just like, yeah, yeah you, you know, I, I was, I was... <laughs> About a week or so ago, we lost power. I came home, and there, we we didn't have power since like noon. And I get home from work, and it's like five o'clock, five thirty, whatever. I can't remember what time it was, but and I'm like, we still didn't have power. The power is supposed to be back on at three o'clock, and I'm I'm getting a little nervous because it's like I got you know my freezer and refrigerator and all that stuff. So I'm like, well, fuck. So I pull out the generator because I bought a generator years ago because we've lost power <laughs> over the years. And I get everything hooked up. I mean, it takes me, I don't know, an hour to like run, you know, run electrical cords and get stuff hooked up to everything. I got a fan going because it's super hot in the house. I got a dehumidifier going. I got the freezer. I got the refrigerator. I got everything hooked up within 12 seconds of me being done. It was just like, oh, okay, that's done. <laughs> Boom, the power goes back out. I'm like, you're welcome, neighborhood. That was me. That was definitely my luck. Yeah. So, been there. Been there. Yep. Yeah. Tom, you want to talk about some blue and gold? Yeah, sure. Blue and gold. Back to Back again. Gold and blue. It's gold and blue, isn't it? It's gold and blue. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know it's blue. It's booster, 
Booster thinks it should be blue and or golden blue, right? Yeah. Um, I was, you know, I, I'm always happy to see Booster and Beetle back together again, and especially whenever you get uh, Dan Jurgens writing it. So, um, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, like we said now, in the past, you know, uh, Booster Gold's more relevant now than he was <laughs> when he first came out, you know? Like, it's like, oh, yeah, someone from the future would be desperate to get attention. You know, he's the original, everything. He's the, oh, he's the, he the original like and subscribe guy. Yeah, exactly. He's uh, so obviously uh, would be a YouTube uh, and want to be YouTube influencer so badly would want to be so jake he'd be the jake paul of superheroes is that right? oh my god yeah maybe <laughs> i mean i guess what does that make what does that make uh blue beetle then i don't know i'm not um, uh, who's another influence i don't know and uh, jake paul's the only influence that's the only influencer yeah, yeah pretty much well anyway yeah definitely that character makes so much more sense now can, can i ask a Seriously. question so Ted Cord that is in this book, who is th- that's his son? That's Ted Cord's son, or is that Ted Cord? Is it is Ted Cord back? I is, assume so. Is that I I couldn't tell because like I think it's it's just it's Ted Cord. Okay, but the scene there's a scene in the beginning of the book when Skeets run you know Booster's fighting the alien ship, and then he gets in trouble, and then Skeets runs off to go get Blue Beetle, but it's mm-hmm. like. It, the guy's standing at a gravesite talking to his dad. I'm like, is this Ted Cord's son, or is that Ted Cord? No, it's it's uh, it's Ted Cord because oh, Ted yeah. Cord's dad was the one that started the company that he has. I think. Oh, so or that's I, what he was. Talking I think Cord Industries. Listen, <laughs> I just didn't know. Comp- it's Tom. Explain this to us. No, I'm not going to because I don't know how it works. But Tom, yeah, explain I mean, Hawkman to me. I've read a comic where Blue Beetle got his brains blown out. <laughs> now he's back. I don't know. A bunch of stuff oh, yeah, happened. That was that was like ten years ago too. Yeah, so it's all. Think, it's a, yeah, it's longer. So this is the actual ago. Blue Beetle. It's not his son, or it's not. It's actually Ted. Okay, I just was. I wasn't sure. I, I the last oh, no, time I, I heard he was dead. So I just. I didn't know. can understand. <laughs> you understand the confusion. Was it Jaime? It's the what? No, yeah. Who's especially the... in light of the yeah. fact that Jaime is probably, you know, there is a little bit of that weird like in the animated stuff. He's Blue Beetle, like, yes. right? My kid young, would tell you Justice. that Jaime. Yeah, yeah. My, that's who my, Blue Beetle is. Yeah, my son would tell you that's who Blue Beetle is. He doesn't even know who Ted Cord is. He, you know, he would he'd be like, oh, Jaime Reyes, that's Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is an awesome blue beetle. So I don't know. That's yeah. DC has too many fucking mantles. Too many beetles. Too many beetles getting passed around. Has there ever been another? There was a female booster too, Rez, wasn't there? Wasn't there a female booster? Yeah. At one point? Uh, Gold Star. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gold Star. It's like wrestling. It's sort of oh, like wrestling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they just yeah. there you know there's a couple of the sun is named after them there's there could be three or four characters that there's are kind a bunch of, of them yeah. i mean it's always like you know booster gold you can always kind of write off like whatever weird continuity thing to like he's a time traveler so like true whatever you know he can show up whenever it's kind of like you know he's always from the future no matter how far into the future we go yeah, I always, gonna... yeah, I always liked that Booster was sort of like, well, it's, I mean, I never thought of it before, but now looking at sort of, you know, how we've, we've seen so much deconstruction of sort of the, the, the blonde, blue eyed, white savior character, mm-hmm. you know, where it's like strange adventures, like he yeah. leaves earth. To, and and he's a kind of a loser on Earth, but then he goes. He's a hero someplace and a, else, yeah. And it's like Booster was this loser in the future, but he comes <laughs> yeah. back and he tries to be that, but he's kind of not. He, he's still, he's kind, still of kind of a loser. Gr- gr- Grifter's gonna grift, man. Grifter's yeah. gonna grift. Try as hard as he may, yeah. he can't sort yeah. of and escape and his ju- essential loserness. Yeah. And the justice even when he's a hero, 
Yeah. Yeah. Even when he actually is a hero, like in this first issue. Yeah. He is a hero, and they save the Justice League. Yet yeah. They don't want him. They don't. They just want. They want. <laughs> <the Beatles. laughs> <Go ahead. laughs> perfect which was which, great yeah yeah that was a great uh, they, moment they save the justice league and they're expecting to get invited and they yeah. just like when booster's off doing something they like casually like hey we want you to join but not him <laughs> but not him it's really douchey really <laughs> douchey listen they they want you know they, they want to the, yeah you know you can't yeah. it's but blue beetle to his credit he Set up for his partner, and it's like, no, it's a team. If you you can't have both, you know, one of us, you got to have both. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd be interested to, if the if the role was reversed. Do you think Booster would do the same? No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> Booster would be like, buddy, sorry, it's I'll been fun. On the weekends. The no, he'd be like, don't worry, yeah. I'll get you in. Don't worry, yeah. Yeah, and never exactly. ever, <laughs> never have it happen. No. Yeah, Booster. Uh, Booster is a member of the league at that point. Yeah, right. See ya. Um, I liked Ryan Sook's art. It's a little different than, uh, you know, he's really changed his art style. I yeah. remember when he first, you know, like first kind of came around, it was much more. Oh, X like, Factor. So good. Yeah. Awesome. Loved his stuff, but it was much more like the cheer. cheer how do you say Chirisaro? Chirisaro? The black and, you know, sort of more mm-hmm. black and white. Kind of art, and uh, and now it's it's a little more. It was really bright for, for Ryan's Ryan Sook. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. think he's kind of his art has sort of transformed over the years to be more like this. Yeah. You know, I know, man, I love that that X Factor run that he did was so good. Who wrote that? Um, Peter, that David? Peter David. Yeah, I believe. It. Yeah, yeah. That was a great run. The it whole was. Mad Rocks thing. Yeah, it was awesome. I was that's probably one of my favorite X books that you know outside of the X Men kind of thing. That yeah, yeah, that that was an awesome run of books. Mm-hmm. A, a bunch of weird characters too uh, that he just took and made a really interesting series out of. And I think he didn't he try and go back to that at some point, but it didn't quite. It never yeah, happened. it didn't quite work as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. second like time home around. Yeah. Can't go back home again. Time. Well, I hope yeah. they carve out a nice little space for Booster and Blue Beetle. Well, we got know, seven the, seven more issues. Yeah, give them. Uh, it's good to see them every once in a while. It's always good to see any of the Justice League International, yeah, you know, stuff kind of pop up here and there. Was that yeah. that's your that's your favorite JLA, right? Um, JLA. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's my I don't know if it's my favorite, but I mean, I feel like I said. I've I said this like two weeks ago, right? It's the most ahead of its time uh, version of it. I still think it's ahead of its time. And if it came out now, people would still be like, "Oh, what is this?" You know, like mm-hmm. it's a very, you know, such a different way of approaching superhero comics, especially at the time where it was like a mix of humor, like humor but also there was very serious things in there and like real villains and also like weird goofy stuff and it was just kind of it was all over the place like in a really interesting way it wasn't so like it was very unpredictable in a way that like uh you know nowadays i feel like you kind of have to like pick your lane with the justice league you know like this is the return of the seven best justice league members or this is a dark justice like right you gotta like pick your lane and that's what your pitch is and that's what your justice league is and that one kind of jumps around a little bit and then it runs out of steam and gets bad but uh yeah i mean it's always good to see those characters around with each other and see them interact you know like they're much different they they sort of have you know Booster's loserness does make him unique, you know like there's like a the fact that he is like a kind of a goofy YouTube influencer wannabe, you know like, but yet yeah, still a hero. So like he's kind of in between, you know like mm-hmm. you can have him be in a story where he is fighting aliens and like. But also, in the end, he's never really going to get exactly what he wants, you know. And 
Blue Beetle is going to have a bunch of stuff get blown up. And they're never going to quite, you know, like, do it correct and, like, win totally out. But they'll do okay, you know? And it's sort of like they kind of live in that interesting space. I uh, I, I think, yeah, he said he's so relevant now more than ever, you know, because of the way our society is and social media and everything. And it'd be really interesting to see him in other media, like see Booster in a, I could totally yeah. see a TV show of Booster Gold that is sort of outside of the DC universe. I mean, you, you could have those characters on the fringes, on the periphery, uh, you yeah. know, of the show. But like, you could do a whole show of Booster Gold, you know, as this character that comes from the future, and and trying to be a hero, and yet trying to be this, you know, sort of media influence, social media and, darling, and also, yeah. Yeah, yeah, trying to get the likes, yeah, desperate for the likes, the likes and the yeah. shares. Want you to watch and contribute in the there... subscriptions. There is a script has been turned in, and there is a pending uh, film uh, that was back in 2019. That, yeah. uh, but it's been it's been going around for a while. I think a Booster Gold film, but I'd I'd love to see him in a in like an HBO Max sh- show or something. Just something like completely like a, you could take such a different. You gotta keep skeets, of, or you gotta have skeets, or just literally do a YouTube show. Yeah. Where it's yeah, just boosters right. panel. Yeah, right. If Warner Media were we're trying to really, really get into the zeitgeist, that is the way to go, right there. Or so, start do... Booster Gold's TikTok channel. Nathan Fillion as Booster Gold's YouTube channel creator, like just I think... uh, trying to fit TikTok dances and. Uh... <laughs> Into saving, uh, yeah, kids into, and... yeah, into saving it. That would be the way to do it. It's just like that'd be pretty funny. Format it exactly as like you only watch it over YouTube, and yeah, it it's is just, only and short, short videos, you know, just and it's like... him just desperately attempting <laughs> to get attention. Did you? I, I I'm not recommending this show for anyone. I'm just curious if anyone happened to watch any of this show called <laughs> Clickbait. Oh, uh, it on, keeps, on, my TV uh, keeps wanting me to, to don't, do that. Don't don't. It's terrible. It's one of the worst. My my wife loves it. Uh, oh, we God. started watching it, and I couldn't after like an episode and a half. I'm like, I can't. I don't think I can watch this show any longer. But yeah, yeah. It's it's. Um, it's kind of an interesting premise initially. A, a guy, it's this you know this family and this uh, brother and sister, but the brother ends up getting kidnapped essentially, as far as you're aware when the show begins, and um, he's being held hostage by unknown assailants that basically are saying if this video and they're live streaming it, uh, if this video gets five million views, they're gonna kill him. <laughs> and then the show goes way off the fucking rails. No, yeah, it's, but um, the, it was kind of interesting. But one of the things with the comic, the blue and gold, that I and I didn't get over it, and I ha- I've always hated was when they try and incorporate social media into a comic book, like the 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 comments and the. It's just like. Yeah, I just hate I hate it so much. It never it. quite works. It doesn't. It just doesn't work. And and you know nothing against. Uh, I'm sorry, the the writer, um, Dan Jurgens. Dan Jurgens. But it's like, dude, you're how old are you? And you're writing yeah. like teenage, I think it, Yeah, you know. I think it's always because it always comes across as like a comment on it, as opposed to like yeah a reflection it, of what it of is. It. Yeah, it always yeah. seems like a little bit of like a. It's it's this uh, is stupid, uh, right? Know, right, vibe right, right. To it where it's like, look how dumb these these comments the, are. The, well, the first thing that I always think of is is like whenever you know in what we think of as timeless comics, you know, like you know, maybe Silver Age Spider Man comics. Whenever they make pop culture references, they never age well. And I feel like yeah. all the social media stuff. It's like oh, we'll go back. You know, people are going to read this. 10, 15, 20 years from now, and it's going to seem incredibly dated. Well, and I also think that it just it it makes for shitty storytelling. Like it may like you're 
you know, because it's it's a it's dialogue, right? Like it's dialogue caption boxes in a panel. So you have like the main action of what's going on, and then I'm supposed mm-hmm. like I'm stopping to have to read these essentially mm-hmm. inane comments that really don't enhance the story in any way. They don't really. You know, it's not much like, like much, much like social media itself. It, right, it doesn't exactly. really add to the conversation. It doesn't, <laughs> and and that's the problem. But but it, like it's taking away from the storytelling and the flow of the panel. It's like all of a sudden you have a panel and you have Booster saying something, and then there's like seven boxes of comments, and it's like, well, these aren't really helping Pertinent. the story in any way. It's yeah. not like it's also, yeah, it's also like people get what social media is now. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, like we, yeah, people we, understand YouTube <laughs> comments and they understand, you know, like they understand people leave comments on stuff. You know, it, it is strange because it is like whenever it comes up, it's often like here people leave comments. Like, yes, that's how people consume, you know, like would everything the would the interesting part of of booster trying to be an influencer be any less interesting if we didn't see comments or be like no i get it if the whole time he's flying around he's like talking to his phone right and like skeets is like you have you know your likes well, are going any... down you know like yeah exactly there's ways you... of doing it without that sort every of like... panel has to yeah. have comments in it all of a sudden or every you know it only i mean it was i mean to be fair it was only the beginning of the first issue mm-hmm. but it's like I just I have always disliked that. I don't think it's ever worked well. I don't think it. I don't think it does anything to to enhance the storytelling in any way. And it just it's like just stop, just stop doing it. We I get it. Yeah, I get we, social media. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I understand it totally. Uh, well, and, and you know, to to relate to that, Joe G says. And comics are always around four to six months behind because of production time. Social media changes too fast for that. That's actually a pretty uh, interesting. Comment. Yeah, it's like this book was written who knows how long ago, and it's like you know if you're going to try and be topical, you know it's already out of date. You know it's like YOLO. You know, like, yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. that. It's like, that's that. That was you know one of the comments in the book, and I'm just like, yeah. Whereas opposed to like the deeper truth that like from now on every that is that is people will be filming themselves doing stuff everyone yeah everyone will all the time because we all have cameras Uh, and that's true whatever the next thing is the idea being that booster is somebody who totally fits in to our universe of like we are constantly filming ourselves and we're (laughs) desperate for people to Attention. like us, we need that dopamine, man. We, we need, need that rush, baby. Yeah. You my, know, my maybe. What? My... Go ahead. Maybe it's on Twitter. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe <laughs> it's, it's, you know, a YouTube like... channel. <laughs> my, my wife, my wife, and I went to Best Buy tonight because she wanted to buy a new phone. It was time. She's had her her phone for you know several years, and uh, and she got the uh, the Z Flip phone, the Samsung Z Flip. Mm-hmm. That's because neat. of course she did. Because of course she did, and I tell you what, that that Z Fold that I picked that thing up, and I'm like, oh shit, we live in the future. That uh, it's uh, interesting, yeah. Foldable phones now. I don't. I it's don't... dude, go look. We all at have it. it's, it's awesome. It's you can read comics on it. It's a it's a it's a tablet phone replacement. That's not as it's yeah. It's cool. Uh... I just, yeah, I don't know. It's Skeets was dude, the original. Cool. Skeets was the original smartphone. Smartphone, right? Yeah, and now we all have a Skeets. Well, it's not how long before you just have drones following you around, filming you twenty four seven. I get the good angles here now. Yeah, I, but I'm, but I'm, yeah, the technology is already, you know, kind of almost there, where it's like you could. Through GPS and AI, you could have a drone follow you around and film you. You know, and yeah, so Dan Jurgens. I just need guess to... it, dude. Yeah, right. How did you figure that out? <laughs> when was Booster like? When did Mid eighties. Yeah, oh, it's gotta goodness. be eighties. Yeah. Do you think will, that I... it? Uh, February nineteen eighty six. So yeah, right there, about Booster Gold number one. Um, do you think that like? So I'm trying to think like nineteen eighty six. 
Would that have been like what would have given him the idea of like in the future, this is what a superhero, this is what celebrities like? Do you think MTV that was sort of you know because that would would have been right relatively new, you know, within a few years, right? I don't know when MTV came out. It was early, early eighties, eighty, eighty one, eighty. Right, but I'm 80, saying, it, it, yeah. you know, if he wrote this in eighty five, yeah, like the MTV generation, era, the generation yeah. where it's like, yeah. you know, the first sort of celebrities that weren't movie stars or tv yeah. stars were like, maybe in the first know, of like celeb celebrities who were famous for being famous was starting yeah. to happen in the mid late 80s yeah i wonder if that was that'd be an interesting conversation with dan yeah. jurgens we should talk to dan jurgens let's talk to him find out somebody get dan jurgens on the phone god damn it oh we don't have that uh we don't have that power i mean it is very adam strain it's like sort of time travel adam strange <laughs> In a way, so in that sense, it's not like a crazy, uh, totally out of the box idea of like you know, like I'm a loser here. I go someplace. Uh, it is a little different in the fact that it doesn't work. Right, he doesn't right. become. He is. He can never <laughs> escape his essential loserness, no matter how hard. Whereas Adam Strange is the he becomes hero. a hero of another world. You know, right. like he achieves that fantasy. Well, it's Lawrence uh, of Arabia. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, it's that's that that same sort of thing. But yeah, it is interesting that he comes back and and because of, there's Superman and Batman and Wonder Woman, and Green, you know, Green Arrow, all these you know heroes that are just better than him. Yeah. That's you know the, the the sorry, it's you're not you're not you know gonna just take over and be famous because you have, and and I think it was also like the interesting thing was his motivation. You know, like his motivation, he, he right? Because didn't he go and like steal the technology? He stole the, the technology yes. from the museum he worked at in the future. Just to, yeah, just to to be a hero and to be famous. Really, yeah. The, yeah. Is it a flight ring? Does he have like a Legion yeah. flight ring? He okay. does. Well, it's that. It's very interesting too. Is it's like what makes this character? It, it's the convergence of you can do selfish things. But not be a villain, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Would... Like he's not a bad guy. No, but his mm -hmm. motives are never necessarily always like pure, totally pure, right? And there's <laughs> a not selfish, you know. There's a little selfish, and in the DC universe, there, you know, that's not common, you know. Like, yeah. you know, of like this guy, yeah, you know, like he's out to make money. And like be famous. He's, oh, he's also a hero. He's, he's also a hero. I ah, smarter than Favre. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as Joe mentions, he cheated and threw a football game as well. In the future. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So yeah, so I'm glad that Blue and Gold is is back. I'm looking forward to this is going to be a fun mini series. Yeah, for sure. It's great art. You got the the mm -hmm. guy that created Booster, and, yeah. and you got and Ted Cord evidently is back to life somehow. I don't know how, but he is alive. <laughs> Multiverse is back, baby. We'll we'll Wikipedia. <laughs> There's infinite Ted Cords out there. Damn, not all of them got. Was that, was that Identity Crisis? Mm -hmm. Identity Crisis issue zero or something like that. Yeah, I think so. Okay, I don't remember. Pretty graphic, but um, it was very graphic. I mean, they yeah, the painted, multiverse painted is the back. wall with that guy. I don't know. So who knows? Everyone, anyone can come back. Hey, if nothing else, Booster Gold was ranked as the 173rd greatest comic book character of all time by Wizard Magazine. So, <laughs> god damn, no longer in business, Wizard. Yeah, <laughs> who's one seventy four? I don't know. I just this is on his Wikipedia oh, page, so I don't. I don't know. He's sandwiched. Who's he sandwiched between? Yeah, I wish. I, yeah, I want to know the list. Could okay. I come up with one hundred and seventy three better? Let me see. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, so yeah, so we got we got those. Um, Anything else um, comic booky that we read this week? Uh, I started reading um, Batman uh, Earth One or whatever the hell the the no. second volume of that. Oh, 
Uh-huh. Gary Frank, Jeff Johns, Gary Frank. Oh, okay. Um, art. Uh, I always have trouble I, with Jeff Johns' Batman stories. Uh, Batman writer. Yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he's okay as a Batman writer. I think he's actually pretty good as a Bruce Wayne writer, um, if that makes sense. But yeah, yeah I think he, he. I don't know. I. His Batman is very, um, it, it's it's a little more cheesy. You know what I mean? Like he he's not the Dark Knight necessarily. Oh. He's not sort of the Frank Miller, you know, dark detective sort of Batman. He's he's got a little more, I don't know, just a. I think just there's a. I think Jeff Johns has a little more optimism. He's maybe a little too optimistic to write Batman or or to mm-hmm. write that kind of a Batman. But okay. um, he's but more that, giant dinosaur than a. That's perfect. Than, yes, yeah, than crowbar like, killing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's more <laughs> like we gotta get that penny in there. You know. Did yes. Jeff Johns yeah. write Infinite perfect. Crisis Zero? Did he write the death of De- Ted Cord? No, uh, I think Greg Rucka did. I, I have no was that idea. okay? It was Rucka. All right. Um, because that was oh, definitely wow. when Johns was the head poobah writer at DC. But uh, I did, yeah. So I did start reading uh, the volume two, which I've liked okay. so far. Um, Gary Frank art is awesome. He, he's just so good. Midnight uh, Nation, baby. Yeah. I I, um, that, I went back and read that again a couple months ago, and it still holds up. It's still a great story. <laughs> uh, I haven't read it in a long time. I don't. Yeah, I haven't. Midnight read Nation. Still, it. oh, so it's yeah. uh, Straczynski. I re- yeah, I remember for it's sure. A, I love I'm that. Trying to, love that. I'm trying to. Um, God, I don't even remember. I mean, I remember Midnight Nation, but I can't remember. Like when you were talking, it's funny when you were talking about uh, Justice League International. I could only remember how much I loved Justice League International, but I couldn't tell you one like moment from Justice. Like I can't remember anything from Justice, but I remember I really liked it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, outside of like One Punch. Yeah, well, yeah, sure, but I didn't even remember that until you just said it. Now I remember it, but uh, I'm trying to look up the wizard list oh so <laughs> i found it um booster gold is in between uncle gabby who i don't know who that is and david goldfish gold <laughs> so just it, lobo is lower than him though i don't know how that wizard and Hi- what this is insane hyperion i don't know this is yeah maybe the list <laughs> sounds like number one is wolverine of course, okay. it's uh, a level set. Se- oh, 72 is Uncle Gabby, 73 is Booster Gold, or 173, 174 is David Gold, 175 is Lobo, 170, yeah, Whoa. you'd have to, yeah, 176 is Black Widow, 177 is Hyperion. What year is this? Uh, I don't know, it doesn't say, I'm sure it was a while. Wolverine is number one. It's Wolverine, Batman, Spider-Man, Superman, the Joker. The Joker? Oh, I guess this is comic book characters. Characters. Oh, there you go. Number six is Rorschach. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... uh, Interesting. Interesting. That's an old list. Yeah, yeah. It's... it's, I don't know when it was published, but yeah, obviously pretty old. (laughs) I don't don't even know... Yeah, I don't know who Gabby... Gabby Gold or whoever the hell 172 Uncle Gabby. I don't know who Uncle Gabby is, but there you go. Um yeah, other than that, I haven't what have you guys been reading? Anything else? Um, I love what Seeley's doing with the uh Suicide Squad King Shark series is it's just fun comic books. It's just stupid, ridiculous, fun. Not, I won't even say superhero comics, just just comics. It's it's a hoop. Just like it's like comics with an X. No, no. I mean, there's still comics oh, with still a, with comics a with a C. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's it's a great Suicide Squad spinoff. You know, with you, you get King Shark, you get Defacer, which I, I think was probably kind of a blank slate character that you really uh, kind of see Tim 
shining through with 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 how he's treating that character as, well, as he, kind of the didn't he create defacer wouldn't surprise me i uh, think was he that, did i think was that, that back yeah. in the nightwing run yeah i think so she wasn't much of a character i mean she was yeah mm-hmm. like she was just like a spurred you know she's a vandal yeah. yeah yeah she draw she paints dicks on on statues and stuff <laughs> his statue it was it was nightwing's yeah. statue because she was his ex-girlfriend yeah <laughs> so she painted his dick on his, yeah yeah and then she went to bell prison <laughs> yeah and she rages is is i guess that's her her thing is that she uh she goes on rages but uh yeah it's yeah it's just it's ridiculous and and fun that's uh i've been enjoying it King Sharks get had quite the like popularity su- surge. Uh, he's everywhere. And, yeah, he's everywhere yeah. now. Yeah, um, I love it in the Harley Quinn series and the Suicide Squad. And, yeah, so it's time. For, it's time that the world had a King Shark miniseries. Uh, well, they have it. They have it That's now. The moment that time is now. Yeah, which um, is speaking of Tim Seeley, you talked to Tim on your origins podcast which is origin part- stories origin stories um which you can get on our patreon feed which you yes. can access by going to patreon.com slash around comics get all sorts of fun exclusive content um exclusive yeah, we, exclusive we uh we did a, a double feature ACTV this week we talked about titans and uh marvel what if that was fun Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really am enjoying Titans a lot. I just watched uh, the uh, last episode tonight, and yeah, a lot of blood. Yeah, it's a good. It's good. Cool. It's good so stuff. wait, who's the who's the new bad person? Is that? Did they say that's Lady Shiva? I I didn't I didn't watch the latest episode, I, so I don't. Okay, I don't know. yeah. There's a sword wielding. Wielding. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I did see that. I'm sorry. I did see that. Yeah. I don't know who's. Yeah, I, I have no idea. I also check. Some, some you guys. You guys chat. I will take on the role some, of Tom slash Wayne and look it up. Some person with a sword. Some woman with a sword. Sword uh, angry. Wayne, speaking of Wayne, he asked, do you think that Kirkman was influenced by Booster Gold when he created the irredeemable Ant-Man? Eh, maybe. Uh, maybe, yeah. You know, that, that sort of, which ended up being the uh, the Ant-Man in the movies, right? The uh, Scott, yeah, I've got a page Scott out Wayne. of that run from Andy and, uh, yeah. Uh, I've got a good page out of that. I'll have to bust that out. Sean Burr says, I always think of Jeff Johns as the modern-day Al Milgram. Not a Johns <laughs> fan or a Milgram fan. <laughs> All, right. All right. Okay. Uh, that's funny. Um, and Joe G says, Francine Peters from Strangers in Paradise is way above Booster Gold. Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's all your, all your it's point all, of view. It's all perspective. It's all, it's a, it's subjective, you know? So I'm sure somebody out there, Dan Jurgens probably puts Booster Gold in the top 10, but, you know. One of the greatest superheroes of, of all time. Of all time. Of the future. A hero <laughs> from the future. <laughs> the future. It's funny also, you know, I, you know, I just thought about, not to continue on Booster Gold, but it's also funny that he wrote, the, the, that he stole the stuff from a museum so it's not even like modern technology from boosters future it's old, it's old technology, technology <laughs> yes <laughs> which is kind of funny but he sort of barely knows how to use most of the time yeah yeah where did skeets did skeets was skeets part of what he did he steal skeets as well or did skeets come from some other i don't even remember like where did skeets i think he stole from? them i think did he was yeah, he part of the whole... Up the yeah, Stuffed in the bag. Uh, Greg Porter says, Tom King writes a good bo- booster gold. Yeah, Tom likes, I think, I mean, if you've, as you've seen his, you know, what he's done with Kite Man, uh, I think Tom likes the loser characters as well sometimes. Yeah, they're interesting. Yeah. So the, that character in Titans is Lady Vic. Lady Vic. Who, it's not a very ladylike name. Uh, her first appearance was in uh, Nightwing number four in 1997. 
So uh, created by uh, Chuck Dixon and Scott McDaniel. So she's been around a while. And um, yeah, so there you go. I'm creating a character called Dick Chuckson. <laughs> Mr. Dick Chuckson. Mr. Dick Chuckson. Nice. Yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Anything else? Anything else we have uh, to discuss? Got nothing, tonight? guys. No. That, Are we, we done? We, I well, it was a good night. It was a solid hour, I think, of comic book conversation for the most part, other than my eyeball talk. <laughs> Wear safety glasses. He almost put his eye out with a weed whacker. Oh yeah, almost. Still hurts. That's some. That's oh, some wow. middle-aged suburbia stuff right there. I don't, I don't... The, th- the, the, the threat is real. Was I it? My wife, did you not never... like a rock or something? Up yeah. Oh yeah. You gotta wear the. You gotta get. Some... I know. I was wearing the hurry. sunglasses. Yeah. Some something, man. It was. It hurt. I yeah. Believe me, I, I won't do it again. It hurt. It was like. It was like. I mean, it was like somebody just fucking jammed their thumb right in my eyeball. <laughs> it hit me. I did not have time to react. It was like, oh, God. Go now you, now you know why it hurts so much when a wrestler gets gouged in the eye. <laughs> like, ah. and that's terrible. It's awful. All right. So, kids, wear, wear your safety glasses whenever you're yep. using the weed whacker. Yeah. Uh, check us out at uh, patreon.com slash comics. Uh, so I will read your name on this here show if you uh, join up, which is always uh, always a plus. You're immortalized forever on the digital. Uh, oh, speaking digital of, waves. I think I, I think I have someone's. I have to read. Yeah. Give me a moment. I think that we had a new Patreon patron, and uh, I have to read there. Nice. They're, we've got see, uh, we've got our uh, our my the one the K Billy Super Sounds I've been looking forward to coming up here in a couple weeks. I'm doing all my pulp flick pulp fiction research. So, and the pulp fiction, pulp fiction, and the pulp fiction. Like. Um, Kevin Marshall, thank you, Kevin Marshall, for being a patron, uh, subscribing to the Around Comics Patreon page. We appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying all the bonus content that you're getting there. Good on stuff. Patreon. Yeah. All right. There um, we go. Yeah. I'm let's see here. Do do do. I just want I got to I I I don't know why when I played the intro it was super loud. So I'm going to play the outro. But it might be super loud. <laughs> so right, I don't know. So I, if you're I'm like hoping me and you listen to this show with your earbuds in get ready um <laughs> all right so that's it uh check out the patreon stuff uh we'll be back uh next week with uh, a whole bunch more comics and comics culture talk appreciate you as always folks uh also in the comments thread uh wayne and greg and joe and dean and anybody else thanks for uh for chiming in tonight we uh we love the interaction you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend we'll be back next tuesday and in the meantime in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around, and around comics. Probably really loud outro. <laughs> 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 <laughs>